The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, Totally Unfiltered Cigar Radio. I'm your studio announcer, and now, here's your host, the number one ash hole, Pastor Padron himself, your man, Hey there, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to sit back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course at our website, theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. Stu, as you heard, is in our producer uh, seat. Aaron is right here, and I am Dan, a.k.a. Pastor Padron. And this week, we are going to be smoking this very lovely little cigar. We are smoking <laughs> the Garofalo Maduro Torpedo. Very excited about this. Very excited I've, about I've it. actually not smoked the torpedo size. I've had all the other sizes. Obviously. All the other sizes. Uh, uh, and, and I've had the, obviously, the Connecticut wrapper uh, mm-hmm. in the torpedo, but not the Maduro wrapper. So this is the first time you've had the Maduro torpedo. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, the same is true for me. Okay. I, this, mm-hmm. is, this is my first time having the uh, torpedo in the Maduro. I've had it in uh, both the Connecticut and the Sun Grown. Uh, this cigar comes in those uh, finishes. It comes in the um, Connecticut and Sun Grown and Maduro. The Sun Grown Torpedo is probably my favorite of the Yeah, that's so fantastic. Inside. And the Connecticut is just one of my favorite mild cigars, hands down. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's my go-to when I'm introducing people to cigars or if they've yes. been smoking cigars the wrong way or whatever, I bring them to the, the Garofalo Connecticut yeah, uh, because you can easily uh, point out the flavors, and they can pick it up without much practice. That's very true. So. That's very true. Yeah, it's it's a great cigar to get into cigar smoking. Mm-hmm. The Connecticut version of this, this the Maduro is a much stronger cigar. Um, I really really like it. It is a uh, six by fifty four. It's a uh, Connecticut broadleaf Maduro, and um, on the wrapper and then the binder and filler are both Nicaraguan. They're rolled at the Perdomo's factory, and this cigar was actually presented to Dave Garofalo on his 50th birthday mm. as a as a gift, the whole, the line. And it started out just as the Connecticut, and then the Sun Grown and the Maduro were added on. So it's only about a year old, huh? <laughs> 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 a year or two. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's been a year old for a lot. 25 years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite that long, no. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's a great, great cigar. And, and um, uh, United Cigars puts these out. They're uh, fantastic, mm-hmm. and um, what are you what are you picking up on the light here? Uh, you, it, you can taste that a little bit more strength than a typical Garofalo. Mm-hmm. So usually it's very mild. Well, I I, I don't want to say very mild. It's it's on the milder end of medium, <laughs> okay. typically. Uh, this is a solid medium right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting some some earth, and there's a sweetness that I haven't quite put mm. my my thumb on just yet. But yeah, I'm picking up a. Um, Almost like a, it's a sweetness that comes like from a uh, real dark semi-sweet chocolate. That's that's how I came. That's that's where I'm getting with it. Okay, yeah. and there's All a right. spice there too. There's yeah. some spice. There's some good uh, uh, black pepper in the retro. Yep, and on the palate, and some oakiness there, mm-hmm. or maybe even charred oak. Yeah, char- see, the charred oak is what I I call earth. I mean, that's okay. that just makes me think earth. It, okay. But it, it could go either way. All right, because right. it's not like a super. It's not like a uh, San Andreas earthy, you know, grit, no. grittiness. No, but it's just it's somewhere in that that realm where it, it's somewhere in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> it's either on the ground in the woods or in the tree. So yeah, <laughs> lots of earthy dark flavors yes. as you're as you're lighting this thing up. Yeah, very very good. So what have you been what have you been up to this past week, there, hmm. Mister Aaron? Well, it's it's been a, a wild week, uh, you know, nothing nothing crazy, but I am kind of fighting against myself because you know Halloween is over, right? And now it, you get all the people that want to put up Christmas decorations. Oh yes, which I am not a fan of. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think after Thanksgiving, that's when the tree goes up. That's when you can start playing right, music, right, all right. that stuff. But everybody's going crazy over it. But at the same time, my church puts on a big Christmas lighting display that, that takes place on the first week of December. So we do all the preparations, obviously, this month. Right. Uh, and so I'm finding myself preparing for that, building these, you know, displays and things like that for Christmas while hating the fact of hating that people are putting them up before Thanksgiving. So I, I'm a little conflicted. Yeah, <laughs> I, I totally get you there. I mean, I've, I've seen Christmas stuff in the, in the stores already. And um, I just don't understand how early do you have to start. But you know, my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Oh, the food. I love that. Well, the, yeah, the food. You know, I get the cigars. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, for me, Thanksgiving, you know, is just one of the reasons it's great is that you're really focusing on what you already have. Mm, you're, yeah, that's a good point. You're focusing on what you're thankful for. Christmas is all about what am I going to get? It does get overshadowed it, by some of the more selfish things yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, you, know, you get to yeah. the, the core, you're all right. But so, yeah, Thanksgiving is a little bit more untainted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving's my thing. What about you, Stu? Do you have a favorite holiday this time of year? Well, I'm like you, Dan. I like Thanksgiving because uh, in my household, we break out the Carnegie Deli cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And even though they're not a sponsor, they're worth uh, a mention because there's nothing like savoring flavor of a Carnegie Deli cheesecake and then <laughs> capping it. No, but wait a minute. But yeah, then capping yeah. it with your favorite cigar, be it a Padron or a Garofalo or mm-hmm. uh, any of the fine cigars that you've reviewed in the past. Mm. Uh, you know, it all goes together. Thanksgiving and, and cheesecake and cigars. Cheesecake and cigars. Now, now the, there's a pairing event. That's the, that's the, that's the triple whammy. <laughs> that's, that's an event I could really get behind. There you go. <laughs> that's well, awesome. you're invited over. Mm. And Stu, you, how, how, how are you liking this uh, cigar? You're lighting up with us. Yes, I am. Uh, when I light a cigar, yes. and I was originally a pipe smoker, okay. so I'm used to that initial bite, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't like in a cigar, and I'm not getting it from the Garofalo. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a smoothness, uh, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it is. It is a very smooth yeah. cigar. Yeah, that, that initial pepper is, is backing down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really nice and creamy. Yeah, yeah. If this is if this acts like other uh, Maduros that I've had, you know, the Garofalo, the first inch is kind of peppery, and then it just kind of mellows out, and the mm-hmm. sweetness builds, and it's like this sweet cocoa kind of flavor to it that's just awesome. Which I mean, I think the the insides are the same as the Connecticut shade. I don't think they've I believe really so. blended. Which is it's just goes to show. I mean, what the wrapper does because yeah. it's a very different experience from the Connecticut wrapper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they get a lot. Of, you get more of a bready, uh, you know, some uh, what's the word? I can't think of the spice off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm always associating with it. But uh, it's it's more in that realm rather than these deep, you know, warm flavors. Yeah, yeah. The wrapper really does add so much uh, to the cigar. And w- another cigar where I really uh, saw that come through is the the Davidoff 702s. Mm-hmm. You know the you know that wrapper, the 702 wrapper, is unique to those cigars and they took seven of their classic sizes and just added the wrapper to it and it was amazing the difference that that made because you know for me you know who wants a more full body there was so much more flavor on those Mm. really really good stuff it's like when we were talking to uh i think it was when jr dominguez was here and Mm -hmm. he's talking about you know how the blends change just you know you you don't get two flavors and you just put them to two together two different tobaccos and get a combination of those flavors you get something totally different mm-hmm. it's the same with the wrapper now it's like it's it's chemistry rather than you know more of a recipe very it's, true it just changes the whole dynamic well one of the cigars i smoked over the past week was a i got my hands on a uh, intemperance vanity by roma craft Hmm. Now, yeah. what, what size is that? That's the smaller sizes? Right? That is a size that you can really only get at events. And fortunately for yours truly, Pastor Padron, Roma Craft came to Two Guys uh, Smoke Shop and had an event, and you could get these cigars. And they, they're um, five and a half inches and a 37 ring gauge. So kind of a mini Panatella. Okay. So and kind of in line with last week's. Right. Yeah. W- Would have fit in really well with mm-hmm. that. And. Um, this was the uh, Br- uh, Brazilian Araparaca yep. wrapper and then the Nicaraguan binder and filler. Same 
blend basically mm -hmm. as the regular intemperance line, but you could only get this particular thing in 10 count boxes at events. Okay. And um, great draw, you know, lots of smoke, easy to light, and had this really, really strong peppery retro, which was great for yeah, that little Yeah, and it's, cigar. I mean, because it's the typical sizes, the more traditional sizes for that line is not very peppery. It's, it's right. got its pepper, but it's not like a... And I think, I think getting, you know, the ratio, you know, increasing yeah. of the Araparaca wrapper, I think you just get more of that pepper on it. Really thin burn line, burned great, and the ash with this nice, tight, whiter ash that wasn't, you know, flaking all over the place. And it was like a semi-sweet dark chocolate with like a hint of pepper. That's how mm. I would describe it. It was a great little cigar. If you, if you have the opportunity to try one of those things, definitely worth your time. Nice. Uh, I smoked the La Florida Monacana 1994, which I believe mm. is their, their 20th anniversary mm -hmm. uh, cigar. Mm -hmm. Did the Robusto size, which I think it's called the Conga. Yes. Yep. Um, really great cigar. I mean, that's like, I go to it every once in a while. I, I don't, it, it's not an every day or even every week. But for some, every time I go back to it, I'm like, why isn't this an every day smoke for? <laughs> it's just, it's so many great flavors. I mean, you get, you know, some raisins, some dark chocolate. It's got this pepper. Uh, and when you get to, after that first half, you get pick up some uh, some citrus orange pith, so it's kind of like a, mm. an orange chocolate. It reminds me of. Mm -hmm. So it's just mm -hmm. just a great cigar. Yeah, those are fantastic. And I think isn't that a, a it's a San Andreas wrap on that cigar? I'm not I sure off so. the top of my head. Uh, it, I mean, nothing from the notes that you know ring would would remind me of a San Andreas. But mm -hmm. so I'd be surprised if it was. Mm. Um, but it would be a pleasant surprise because usually you get more earth out of San Andreas. All right. Now, for those of you who are watching the show, I'm realizing I maybe should explain this. I, I'm, I don't have leprosy. Um, I feel like a leper wearing this uh, uh, crappy band on my end. Uh, last night, I was uh, uh, making chicken soup, and I had, some, I had this crock pot cooking all day while I was at work with uh, the chicken and broth in it and everything. And I was going to put the rest of the uh, this soup together when I got home. Mm -hmm. And so... Get everything ready, make all the other ingredients, cook them all up, and now I'm going to just basically add the chicken and the broth to the stuff that was, you know, I just cooked on the stove. And um, I'm bringing the crock pot from the counter over to the stove, and as I was moving across, the uh, cord, the power cord mm -hmm. of the crock pot caught onto something. Oh. I don't know what it was. And so it, it, it stuck, and when it, I wasn't expecting it, and so the soup just went pouring oh, out over the side, right over. all over my hand. Oh. It, oh, my gosh. It stung. So I cussed like a sailor, and I screamed like a little girl. It was just <laughs> horrible. In what order? <laughs> they both happened pretty simultaneously. It was, it was wretched. I had, oh. and my arm was all wrapped up in uh, uh, wet towels the rest of the oh, night. Yeah, it, was, it was stinging. Oh. Gosh, you burns know. are awful. Man. It was just, it was the worst I've ever been burned. I mean, nothing, man. you know, it's all first degree stuff. Nothing that I needed to go to the hospital mm -hmm. for. But man, did it smart. Oh, my gosh. So that's that's what this is. OK, man. Um, yeah. So it's doing a lot better today already. That's good. <laughs> it still stings a little bit. And, I, you know, I'm glad I have the, the gauze on here to keep it from getting bumped yep. and clean. Drink lots of water, you know, heal yeah. from the inside out. They yeah, say. I'll probably be soaking it again when I get home today. Anyway, that's, that's <laughs> what this is about, uh, for those of you who are maybe wondering. All right. Uh, it is time for our new segment, the uh, Top 5. This okay. week's Top 5. Today's Top 5, brought to you by 5-5 five five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium-strength red label, or the full-bodied and full-flavored blue label. Siri 5-5 five five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right, today's top five list. Uh, I decided to do something a little bit easy, a little bit fun this week. Okay. And so we're doing top five movies of okay. 2017. So movies that came out? This year. This year. And I have two sets of five, okay? Um the top five rated movies as Rotten Tomatoes sees them. Okay. Okay. And the top five by gross. I wanted to see. Which know, one has the most gore and guts? Yeah. No, which, which, no, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see, you know, if there was any correlation between 
gross and ratings Usually and stuff not. like that. <laughs> so top five, top five uh, movies for uh, uh, 2017, all right? What do you think are some of the top top rated? What would you guess? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm guessing that Spider Man made it up there, uh, just because it was it's a great movie and it and it did well. I know. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing it because that mm-hmm. had such a big following before. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything. Gosh, I can't even remember what else came out this year. I mean, I don't go to the theaters a lot. It's, right. You know, it's, right. It's, I don't do it, that anymore. It's got to be like really great for me to actually get out there. Rather than rent it. All right. Well, both of those movies that you mentioned, Spider-Man Homecoming and It, were in the top five. Okay. Okay. They were in the top five by gross. Okay. It was number five at $326 million, and these are worldwide takes. Okay. Yep. Okay. And Spider-Man Homecoming came in at number four at $334 million. Any other ideas? Um, well, what... I don't know if it even came out this year or if it was last year. The Avengers? No, no. It was, uh, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the out. Galaxy. I was okay. going Avengers in my head, but no, yeah. that was a while ago. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yes. Right. This, is, this is, so far, you're doing well, fantastic. Well, these are the movies that actually went out to go see. Right. Although right. I didn't go. Guardians of the Galaxy was number three on the gross list. Okay. Okay. Uh, at superhero at movies are, are going to always top the charts. They're going to top the out. charts with yeah. stuff like that. So $390 million for Guardians of the Galaxy so far this year. Good. Stu, do you have any ideas what might have made the top five, either as ratings or as a grossing movie? I have to admit my shortcomings. I've become a purist, uh, and I've been a film guy all my life. So with the conversion to digital, mm-hmm. I've actually gone to the movies less and just wait till they pop up on one of the premium pay channels, which I pay through the nose for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. If you're, yeah. a, if, you, if, if you're spending money on cigars and you're spending money on cable TV, right, right. you like to wait for the movies to come out. And have your cigar with you. Uh, and have your cigar with you. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, with these highfalutin state-of-the-art video projectors. And I'm a film collector also, so I do, mm. I, I do a fair amount of film projection. But with the new video projectors and the new HDMI platform uh, and Blu-ray, yep. uh, you wait for these movies to come out and you can watch them in full cinematic quality mm-hmm. in home theater, stereo, surround sound mm-hmm. uh, without um, having to pay to see it in the theater. And you get to smoke your favorite cigar. So the point of it is it all comes down to cigars. So if I can stay home, <laughs> maybe wait a couple of months for it to come on the tube. Uh, and then watch it either on the screen or on uh, the, the television, the actual yep. television, the monitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be uh, that computer monitors relic, uh, resemble televisions. Mm-hmm. Now televisions resemble computer monitors. But with widescreens, they all look good. And with mm-hmm. your favorite cigar, they look even better. They do. <laughs> I am totally with you on that. That's one of the reasons I watch movies at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love being able to sit in my comfortable chair. And you and do it when you want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Let's can you think it. of can you think of anything else? Uh, One more try. Head. Okay, uh, well, you did really good g- grabbing three from the top five by gross. Okay, um, we'll finish. We'll finish uh, out the top five by gross. So you, we've got it at number five, Spider Man number four, Guardians of the Galaxy at number three, number two, Wonder Woman. Oh, that was that was still this year. Okay, Wonder I was Woman. That was yep. the end of last year. Yep, Wonder Woman okay. at four hundred and twelve point five. Wow. One hundred four hundred and twelve million, and then the number one grossing movie of the year was Beauty and the Beast. Oh gosh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I had no design. I still have not no, seen the live action no, movie. I loved no. the the animated one that Disney put out way back when. <laughs> But that's, I had, well, that's why it's number one. I had, people grew up watching it, yeah, and they brought their kids now. But I had no desire to see oh, a live-action remake of I, that. I movie. have no desire to see any musical, mm-hmm. let alone... You don't like Beauty musicals? No. Uh, no, just no. There's some that I like. The, the exception I'd make would be the old-school Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Actually, yep. it would Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah, Gene that Wilder was fantastic. That was so fantastic. That's the exception I make. Yep. Everything else, man. Les Mis. Les, see, I don't know. No. I like the old 70s Les Mis, oh, where it's yep. just the book. It's not like uh, I love that, ridiculousness. That, that musical was just awesome. 
I think I've seen it 13 times wow. on Broadway. Yeah, no thanks. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Now, you, uh, you didn't guess any movies that were the top rated. Top rated, yeah. Top rated. Know, and man, so here we go. Uh, number five, and this surprised me, Logan. Logan was a great movie. Logan, that the was movie a, about that Wolverine. That was a really good movie. Yeah. That got a 93 uh, rating on Rightly Rotten Tomatoes. Rightly so. I mean, that was really good. Okay. Number, and, and the fourth one was The Big Stick. I don't even think I've ever heard of that one. I had never heard of that movie. The Big Stick. The Big Stick. Have you heard of that movie? I mean, Stu? I, I doubt it's about Roosevelt. Stu, have you heard of that movie? If it was about Roosevelt, it would be really No, the, la the last <laughs> movie that I saw, I have to admit... Uh, you know, Aaron says, uh, he brings up uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. And in 2016, I went to see the Ron Howard movie eight days a week because I mm. had to see the Beatles sure. on the big screen again. Sure. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, movies are a lot uh, like a second childhood mm. right. sometimes uh, with a title like that. So, uh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Do we even know what that's about? Big Stick? I've you never know, even heard of it. No. I remember no. Big Stick used, used to be a Citizens Band antenna. Mm. You had a Big Stick yeah. hooked up to your rig, good buddy. Number three, number three on the list, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, okay. Wonder Woman, okay. I, I, I think I rented that, and it was, it was all right. It was, I liked it. it, was, I, it, thought, it was I, thought, I thought it was a good movie. It was, it was leagues better than the other <laughs> DC movies that have been coming out. Like right, right. Batman vs. Superman and... Uh, Man of Steel. Man, no, I liked Man of Steel, actually, because that was before they really started going pushing for the... Uh, Justice League. Justice and, League and stuff. And it's been going downhill from there. <laughs> so. Number two on the uh, highest rating was Dunkirk. Dunkirk. That was a great movie. Yeah. That was intense. Like, I saw that in theaters, and it's your suspense the whole time. Right. Not, not at all surprised really to find that on there. And then the number one rated movie, it got a 99, was Get Out. Get Out. I haven't watched that yet, but I want to. I have not. I didn't even know about that movie. Yeah. What do you have any idea what it's about? That is, I believe, it's the one that Key from Key and Peele okay. made. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. And it's like kind of a horror-ish, mm -hmm. but it, there's a lot of psychological oh, yeah. stuff going. Yeah, yeah, I remember so seeing I, some it, stuff. It's a lot. Now. There's a lot of mystery behind it. I, mm -hmm. I, I believe that's the movie I'm thinking of. Right. Uh, I've heard a lot of great things about it. I just haven't gone around to seeing it yet. So it was surprising to me that the only movie that was in the top five on both lists was Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. With a 92 rating, now you might say, wait a minute, you said Logan got a 93. How can Wonder Woman be, have a 92 and be in the number? Apparently, well, it has to do. you want to bring your kids to Logan. It, <laughs> well, there's that. that that's but apparently, you know, one of the Rotten Tomatoes weights their ratings by how many reviews they actually mm. got. So the number of reviews, you know, yeah, more you know, people saw Wonder Woman than they did see Logan. Okay, so more people reviewed that, and so they put it at the, the three spot. So, But it's interesting. So you could say by that metric, according to these two things, that Wonder Woman is one of the best movies of the year, which you thought was just okay. It was, it was good. It I'll was say very, it was good. It was a solid movie. And it was a million times better than uh, Suicide Squad, which yes. was terrible. Yes. Well, you also, you also have to remember, you, you give the consideration that it's a family movie. So the parents... Yeah bring mm -hmm. their kids, uh, or vice versa, yep. uh, and that's why you may see more numbers at the box office where some of those other titles, uh, which may be for adults yep. only, the parents go for themselves, they leave the kiddies home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or they just don't go because you can never leave the kids home. So exactly. They're just never going to get out of Exactly, yeah. exactly. And Absolutely. that maybe is why movie viewership is down because of too many bratty kids. That, and it's so expensive to go to the movies it is. now. Oh, it is. For me to take my family of five to the, like you know, that's a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'd rather drop the money on a cigar. <laughs> yeah, spend the two yeah. hours smoking. Which a is cigar. one of the reasons I, you know, I'll buy the movie when it comes out. I'll buy the digital copy. I'll have my yep. cigar, sit in my chair, mm -hmm. and for the price of one movie ticket and some popcorn, not the drink because that would be more than the cost of the movie, <laughs> <clears throat> I can sit at home and enjoy it myself. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right, so that's our top five. That's our top five for the week. Um, that oakiness that earthiness is now really dissipating to me this is becoming a much sweeter cigar mm. much more chocolate to it very very smooth very creamy uh, you know, it's changed completely it from is, what yeah. it has the first day getting a little bit of the chocolate but also some uh like a dark dried fruit kind of maybe fig mm. uh it, it's not quite the sweetness of fig newton but it's it's 
somewhere in that that dark dried fruit you know realm yeah i can pick that up i can i can appreciate that i it's uh I it's can't. A lost I can't think, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's got hard. some complexity it's, to it. It's yeah. it's it's hard to pick out what it is, but it is this very deep sweetness. Maybe like a mm. a really, really dark black cherry kind okay. of sweetness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think creamy Something. describes it, Dan. And I'm sensing sitting here smoking mm -hmm. this and listening to you guys before you even said anything. It just occurred to me, and it just hit me. It said, "Wow, it's gotten very sweet, mm -hmm. very creamy, and also at the same time, which is something I like." Very smooth. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very smooth. It's got a great finish to it. Yep. It's a kind of a thicker, yeah. oily Long, finish. Longer, yeah. finish, longer yeah. finish to it. Lots of smoke. The burn is great on this thing. And, uh, you know, I was worried that, you know, you know, doing the top five segment there, that maybe I was talking so much I was going to have to touch this up. But it was still, still going good. I like that. I like that. So... Uh, uh, social media highlight of the week. What do we What do we have this, this week, week? We are going to highlight Gentleman Tactical. Gentleman Tactical. He's been a follower of the Asheville for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, he's you know posting regularly, and I mean it. First of all, I, I don't know his real name, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's Gentleman Tactical. One word: Gentleman Tactical. T A C T I C A L. Right. Uh, and all of his posts are going to be very well put together. So mm -hmm. it's going to include a cigar, usually a. Uh, watch, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of like the, the, the trend right now, and some sort of beverage, so whether it's a coffee or uh, scotch. Some bourbons, kind of drink. Some kind of drink. Uh, definitely takes his time to put these shots together, so. Little pyramids of things. Yeah, pyramids, <laughs> you know, interesting to look at, thinking maybe some pairing ideas, mm -hmm. but, you know, worth following, especially, in, you know, if he's putting this much effort into it. Right. Give him a follow. So. Yeah, yeah, I follow him. I love his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Always great. Great taste in cigars, too. <laughs> yeah, very good taste in cigars. And spirits, for that matter. Yes, yeah. yeah that boy, has, I'd love to see his liquor closet. Yeah, and he really and likes cabinet. to be on time because there's always a watch kind of thrown in there. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> I, I don't understand that trend so much. Doesn't, I've never really tasted time. Yeah, 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 but that, that's true. There's so many uh, pictures on social media with cigars and watches. Mm. And I'm, I'm not really sure what all that's about. but Like, hey, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So if you want to be highlighted on our uh, pick of the week, make sure you use the hashtag Ashholes Radio or hashtag The Ashholes, uh, knowing that sometimes The Ashholes gets taken down for Actually, one reason or another. Right now, both of them are on that restriction. Both of them I, I are really, on the restriction. I think somebody's just reporting stuff for no reason. It's just... Well, it's we've been being attacked, attacked since, we, since we came on the air. Unbelievable. So, but use those. We'll be looking for them. And uh, if you're really lucky, really fortunate, really blessed by the Lord Almighty, you'll be <laughs> highlighted on a future show of the Ashholes. So that's fantastic. Okay. Um, what are we picking up with the cigar now? Uh, within the last few minutes? Uh, <laughs> I mean, not a lot of change, mm. <laughs> to be honest. Um, but it it's is just it, getting smoother it's as it goes. Smoother, but it's also it's building in you know its body. So the body's kind of mm -hmm. picking up, and so it's uh, still medium, uh, but just these flavors I'm, are kind of like just kind of bringing the levels up. Yeah, uh, yeah. But still very well balanced. And, and the strength smooth. of this cigar is is really it's moving up as mm -hmm. I'm smoking it. You know, and if I was going to say this was you know medium before, but I'm, medium I'm, plus. I'm thinking it's yeah. getting to medium plus. Yeah. I don't think quite it won't. Well, I mean. The torpedoes it, might be different, but I don't think right. it'll get quite to full. But No, I don't know that it'll get to full, but it's definitely... I won't be at all surprised if it's a good medium plus by yeah. the time we're done. All right. Well, it is time for our break, all right? And coming up after the break, uh, we're going to announce the Ash Hole of the Week. We're going to give you our continuing thoughts on the Garofalo Maduro Torpedo by United Cigars. Hang in there. We'll be right back.
where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Now let's get back to the ash holes. 
on the United Podcast Network. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. Virtually anywhere you can find a podcast to download, we're probably on that list. You can follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. And we are smoking the Garofalo Torpedo Maduro today by United Cigars. And I'm really enjoying this. It is very smooth. It's very creamy. It started out really kind of uh, strong, powerful pepper, oak, and, and uh, not all that sweet like a very bitter dark chocolate kind of a thing going on and as this has been going the sweetness has just increased mm-hmm. the strength has increased yep and it has just turned into this beautiful very smooth very complex cigar yeah i'm picking up a little bit of a almost a licorice mm. uh and yeah the strength is definitely picking up so definitely medium plus at this point mm-hmm. uh yeah it's just a great cigar fantastic what about you Stu? what are you picking up on this thing are you picking up what we're laying down <laughs> Well, I'm learning. Uh, I tend to light a cigar uh, mm-hmm. and uh, puff on it constantly. And what I'm doing, because of my position here uh, as a, an ash hole in training, I'm putting the cigar down, I'm running the controls, and people watching at home can see the picture fading uh, and the sound uh, uh, being mixed. And then I come back to the cigar. Uh, and when I do, I'm picking up on a lot of the notes that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. In the process, giving my palate a chance to... Yes. Adjust, I Adjust. guess. I, I guess you might say. So this is really a learning experience uh, for me. I'm smoking this at a much lower pace mm-hmm. than I might do if mm-hmm. I was sitting home with my feet up, watching one of those movies that right. you were referring right. to. Mm. Don't so. let us pressure you into changing the way that you experience the cigar. <laughs> you know, it's like we come, we have flavors and stuff like that. It's like I mean that's what I do naturally. Mm-hmm. I mean I've done it. You know, I, I think my tasting experience started with wine. Went on to scotch and then the pipes and then the cigars. So it's like, I mean, I've, I've always kind of drawn out flavors and trying to describe it to my friends and things like that uh, because that's, that's how I interact with the cigar. But if, if your natural state isn't to, say, try to identify flavors and just to enjoy the cigar for what it is, be who you are, you know? Yep. Well, I'm picking things up that I hadn't picked up previously. So uh, it's, it's a learning experience, and, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying it. And That's the, excellent. The, the Garofalo, I mean, David Garofalo, he's been a friend for decades, mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed the Perdomo cigars. Um, and this is really quite a nice fusion, uh, uh, I think, uh, of uh, the two blends. You know, David having uh, come up with other great cigars through right. the years, although this was actually created for him. Yep. But right. uh, it's, yep. it's, it's worthy of the name. There's, there's no question. And no. nobody, nobody makes a better torpedo than, than Nick. It's true. Yeah. He, he makes fantastic torpedo cigars. The torpedo is my favorite size in each of those lines, Connecticut Sun Grand Maduro. Yeah, those rollers. Yeah. <laughs> the Perdomo Vagra. And I should also say I'm a big fan of torpedoes also, although some brands, and correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor Padron, mm-hmm. some brands do refer to them as the Bellicosa. I think it depends on the length. I think it, yeah, it depends on the length it of the. Tends to be a shorter. If it's like a shorter, stubbier. Like if it's a, if it's a shorter, stubbier, uh, point, mm-hmm. then it's a bellicoso. If it's a sharp point and it's longer, then it would be a torpedo. It's all minutia. And, <laughs> and, and, and one if brand you can poke a, somebody's eye out with it. It's a torpedo. <laughs> one, one brand had a very bizarre shape, which was called the Polo Pyramid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you actually looked at it, it did resemble a pyramid a very slender one mm. uh but uh, the, the shape was definitely there i don't think more of a box uh, press kind of uh, no no it was they just actually rolled it, 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 it I'll, it's carried at uh, two guys smoke shop the baccarat had the polo oh. pyramid yep. uh, which was replaced by the the bellicosa right right uh and, and that must have been a pain to get the right oh i can only imagine hey let's do the ash hole of the week shall we all right this is, you know, I, I troll the, the internet and news and, and stuff for stories worthy of the uh, ash hole Just find something segment. that makes you angry. And you know, and this, this you know, <laughs> this time I've come back to the dumb criminal thing. Okay. And this happened, uh, this is a report from Salem, Connecticut. All right. And uh, a woman there, Jillian Washburn, uh, was, you know, abusing her husband okay not cool okay physically abusing him and she made him wear this gopro helmet 
so that she could see where he's been and what he's doing because she didn't trust him. So he's got to wear this maybe camera she thought, all the time. Maybe she thought he was fooling around. I don't know. But she makes him wear this GoPro helmet all the time. I wonder how long, I mean, he had to have, like, changed out the cards or something like that because you get, like, four hours out of Yeah, them. I don't <laughs> so know what the deal is. That's weird. So, you know, I'm like, you're making him wear this. And, and to, for a guy to be forced to do this, I mean, that's, you know. Anyway, she's, you know, physically beating him, cutting him, whatever. Anyway, she ends up getting reported to the police for the, uh, for the abuse. And all the evidence that they needed of this abuse was caught on the GoPro camera. So she was saving the footage, probably. Apparently That's... didn't, you know. And so she has pleaded um, uh, no contest. She's, she has accepted a guilty plea for um, abusing her husband. And she is getting eight years, right? Let me see. Yeah, she's going to get eight years of an 18-year sentence since she's pleading guilty and has accepted this plea deal that was being offered. Okay, and then there's five years of probation when she gets mm -hmm. out. All right. And, you know, if you're going to abuse somebody, <laughs> if you're and going you're to. going to try and get away with it, don't make them wear a GoPro camera where they are watching you doing the beating. Or, alternatively, don't abuse people. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the other thing. Even if there was no camera, you're still the asshole of the week because <laughs> you're doing this. Uh, were there kids involved? Uh, there, there are kids. There are kids involved. Because I can't and, imagine this guy is sticking around unless there were and kids. And the the last paragraph of this uh, re report gets me too. The judge said a family court would decide whether or not she would be allowed to contact her children after she's released from prison. I'm gonna <laughs> did guess that, no. Did that? What was the problem? Here? I mean, did the kids have GoPros too? I mean, I mean. It, you know, if you're if you if your mom is abusing, you know, and we're talking beating, we're talking cutting, we're talking you know, all of this physical stuff, and and she goes away for eight years, can what judge would allow that contact, mother to continue yeah, to no. have contact with her kids? I mean, even if she got, I mean, she's still in jail, so like the father would have to bring the kids to visit her. Mm -hmm. So I don't, you don't see that happening. I, I mean, don't see that happening I mean, in this case. I mean, guy, that's just he's, he's out now. So Unbelievable. Anyway, because she actually recorded herself doing this felonious stuff uh, and therefore ended up in prison, uh, Jillian Washburn is the asshole of the week. And I mean, at least she recognized that she's she's done <laughs> pleading no contest. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's people that that will be caught red-handed and still try to say, "No, no, no, this is right. Oh, just, just, just this thought, is how I love." Or, I just thought it was so funny. They had all the evidence they needed to convict her was awful, right on awful. the camera that she put on her husband's head oh, because yeah. she didn't trust him. I, I, mean, I don't know how this guy functioned with a camera all the time. That's <laughs> that is bizarre. I've never heard of anything. That's like pretty that over before. the top. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's probably some mental illness there on her part. I mean, that's <laughs> pretty crazy. All right, so back to the cigar here. Um, the retro, you know, is like this really pretty strong black pepper. Mm. And this kind of oaky sweetness. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm really getting the, you said black cherry earlier. And mm -hmm. like, I'm really getting that now where it's it's building up. Uh, it, it just... It, yep. it feels warm, you know? Mm. It's like it, it's these dark, kind of heavier flavors, you know, not heavy in a bad way, but just like it really, you know, sits on your palate and you just kind of take it in. This would go great with a really nice dark spiced or black rum. Yeah, yeah. I uh, can see myself enjoying this with a little Kraken. With a Kraken, yeah, the Kraken. <laughs> mm, this would go great with that. Man, I haven't had a Kraken in years. Mm. Um, having a cracking. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I wouldn't really pair it with coffee because mm -mm. uh, I, I feel like the coffee it would be competing where you're getting these these flavors. Uh, but something more, uh, maybe like a uh, a hot cider, yeah, or, or something where it's got a little bit more of a, a hot the, spice cider. Yeah, that the lighter fruit flavors mm -hmm. uh, would pair well. Very true. Very true. I think I agree with you on that. All right. Um, every week. We uh, take a few minutes to listen to our friend uh, Michelle, Michelle Stiles. She's one of our regular listeners. She's a professional surfer and model, 
and has been a friend of the Ashel since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And each week she sends us a one or two minute um, recording where she shares her experiences and her suggestions from her travels around the world. She lives in Hawaii. That's where she's going to be reporting from this week. Next week she's going to be in South uh, Africa again. Okay. And you can follow her uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Kuataka Surfing. That's K-U-W-A. T-A-K-A, surfing. And uh, she has some awesome posts and pictures and uh, some very provocative stuff up there, too. Including some stuff. Yeah, you have a, a hashtag again. Oh, week. boy. Yep, yep, just for you. <laughs> All right, so let's. It doesn't look. alert me to these. I just have to find out <laughs> through the grapevine that somebody's. Yeah, because you're not, you're, not, you're not a big Twitter guy. No, gosh. No. Twitter is. is Going the way of the dodo, in my opinion. <laughs> and, and it should definitely be taken away from certain administration <laughs> No more Twitter, please. All right. So uh, let's play Miles with style, shall we, Stu? Aloha. I got a tour of Blur Estate Farm on Kauai, where they grow the world's best coffee and tobacco. I got to see cigars being rolled and got a lesson in growing and picking the perfect tobacco leaves. I learned about the aging process and the unfair taxes on cigars. It was very educational, to say the least. The farm is huge, and the coffee smelled almost good enough to break my own rule about caffeine. Yes, I almost broke down and tried it, and I don't really like the taste of coffee. But if this was as good as it smelled, the same goes for the cigars. I did buy my friend Pastor Padron some Island Prince cigars. Little one, snack size. <laughs> he might get a full-size sampler pack, or I might just send them to the assholes to sample on a program. What do you guys think? Next week, I'm off to South Africa for the second time this year. I'll keep you posted. This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Assholes <laughs> on the United Podcast Network. All right, well, there you go. And here it is. This is what she sent me, these snack-sized snack size. <laughs> snack size cigars. <laughs> that's, that's what we call them. There's uh, six, six cigars in here. There are um, three natural and three Maduro. And um, the filler and binder are that Hawaiian tobacco that she Hawaiian saw. Tobacco, and then it's an yeah. Ecuadorian Connecticut uh, wrapper on the lighter ones. And uh, it was a darker uh, Nicaraguan wrapper. Yeah, a Nicaraguan uh, Habano. Uh, on the uh, darker ones, and uh, I've had one of each, and they were both very good. Oh, good yeah. to hear. So, uh, Michelle, I know you're out there listening to the show, so if you want to send um, a full-size sampler, we would be glad to review them on a future show. Yeah, Hawaiian tobacco. You need to know yeah, hear about who, it anyway. And I swear I tasted macadamia nuts. That's, that's piqued my interest. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I wanted to know whether or not I was crazy. So I gave one to uh, Dave Garofalo right before the show and asked him what he thought. And he, he told me he, he tasted the same thing. Okay. That sounds so, interesting. And, and uh, thought it was interesting enough to give the okay to do. So All right. Fantastic stuff. So who would have thought? I had no idea that they grew tobacco in Hawaii. Yeah. It's climate-wise, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, and, and apparently, you soil, know, I guess the volcanic soil. Yeah, thing. it's it's very similar soil-wise and temperature-wise yeah. to Cuba. Only, you know, the, apparently their growing season over there uh, for the tobacco is nine months out of the year. Yeah, I mean, so they can actually the same grow all the time, right? th- three to four crops of tobacco in a year hmm. because of the longer growing season over there. Hmm. So very interesting stuff. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyway, so my interest is very piqued with this. Uh, the ash holes are interested. Uh, anyway, um, that was a that was a very interesting thing. Um, the Garofalo here, um, to me, the uh, oakiness is coming back. Mm-hmm. That uh, dark chocolate, that sweet chocolate is kind of, it's not gone. Nope. But that oakiness, earthiness uh, has come back into a more full taste. Yeah, and getting some, the pepper starting to build up, and mm-hmm. now that we're getting closer to the well, final third. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's really just starting to build up. 
Wow, you're really flaming out. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna burn yourself again at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be careful. I've been burned once. I don't need to do it again. <laughs> Went up like three inches. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, solid smoke. Uh, pretty consistent. I, mm-hmm. not, not, I mean, we're getting really the flavors are just kind of changing in levels, but you're getting the same kind of flavors that are just kind of changing their position in the race, basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is great. You know, that's it's. Not these huge transitions, but you know you're getting. But it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's it's, there's it's, enough complexity there where it, where right, it works. Right, and you know for a six or seven dollar, you know oh, stick, yeah. you know it's Any a, day. the yeah. price point is great on these. Can't beat that. You know I I, uh, I love the Garoppolo's. I smoke them all the time. Mm-hmm. I think they're uh, it's a it's a great everyday kind of smoke. Are you picking up any of this, Stu Man? Is it getting stronger for you? Well, Aaron touched on something. He said it was consistent, uh, and what I'm liking about it is that it's consistently smooth, Mm. Uh, whereas uh, I may not be able or I'm not trained just yet to pick up on all the flavors that uh, you're so eloquently uh, uh, describing. But, uh, like I said, I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. It's it's smooth. It's not offensive. Uh, and, (laughs) And as Aaron also pointed out, we're in the bottom third. I'm used to smoking a cigar, which will burn uh, an hour plus and sometimes longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm in the bottom third. So here's a cigar I can smoke within a 50-minute time since we, yep. we, we first um, hit cyberspace. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm almost done with it. I don't have to worry that if I have to put it out uh, halfway through or three-quarters of the way through, that uh, I'm going to be losing the cigar. Right. So uh, this cigar has a lot of positives going for it, without, yeah. without question. Yeah, I mean, I, I started right at the right when we started, and mm-hmm. I think I could easily get another 20 to 30 minutes out. Take the band off, yeah. nubbing this. Uh, would, you nub, would you nub the cigar? Uh, given the time, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, nub-worthy? Nub-worthy, sure. <laughs> if we're going to make that a thing. <laughs> Hashtag nub-worthy. <laughs> Although it does get a little tough when you're talking torpedoes because then you're, you're pinching down to Yeah, no, that's true. It's, it's harder for me to right get out. really far. <laughs> you know, usually I will, you know, I can, I, if a cigar is really good, like I'm enjoying this, I would want to smoke it down to, you know, but your fingers get hot you know, on a torpedo mm-hmm. because things just get narrower and yeah, narrower. Yeah, and, and your mouth is taking up more of the end of the cigar than right, typically do. Right, right, So it gets harder. And one of the things that uh, I don't think I've commented on, the, the burn line on this, it is thin. Oh, yeah. Very thin. Well-aged. And, yeah, which is a sign of a well-aged cigar and uh, very <laughs> nice straight burn mm-hmm. all the way across. Nice white ash, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Solid, you know, not flaking. <clears throat> Not that I, re- I mean, I don't really take points off. No, I don't, I don't either. Because it's tobacco. It's, mm-hmm. if you want the flavor, sometimes the leaf is going to be flaky. Right. But, you know, it's not flaky. It's not causing any problems. Uh, it's holding on strong. You know, I, I Dan, you give make, a little force to knock it off even. You make a good point. Do you find, and I've always found this, that as the cigar gets closer to the end, mm-hmm. in many, many ways, it gets smoother and tastier? I think that really depends on the cigar and how they have placed the tobacco yeah. in it, you know, um, the strength of the cigar can be at the front or at the back, depending on the direction they face the leaves when they're rolling the cigar. It, certainly in, in this particular cigar's case, um, that smoothness and creaminess has just increased as the cigar has gone on. Mm-hmm. That first uh, half inch or inch was <coughs> uh, really... I don't want to say rough. It wasn't rough. No, no, just, no, just, just the, but it was more potent. It was very potent, and it wasn't as sweet. It was more like a bitter chocolate mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And after that, it just really kind of opened up and became this very sweet, um, deep, rich mm. cigar. And uh, that may be a question for our viewers and listeners: uh, What do they taste when they taste a cigar? What flavors are more prevalent? or not prevalent, how do they gauge mm. their cigars? Yeah, that would, be, that would be interesting. If you are uh, watching the show and uh, uh, live, if you're watching it on YouTube, uh, I have uh, in front of me on my little laptop here the um, uh, YouTube uh, site. Yep. And so if people are uh, commenting, I can see that in the live chat, and I'll respond to that. So if you... Uh, want to share what you're experiencing if you're smoking the same cigar 
which we totally encourage. Um, I'd love to interact with you. Yeah, we'll and read some of those comments out. You know, and most of our listeners are going to be listening to the podcast, listening mm-hmm. to it later in the, you know, after the live show. Uh, mm-hmm. And go on to Ashholes Radio. Go on, on the um, uh, Instagram page. Right. You know, we, we always have, you know, an image for our, the specific show. And write your tasting notes there. Take part there. You know, we're pretty interactive. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're commenting on the page. and Yeah, we respond to all the comments we get and everything, so... Be sure to follow us on those social media sites and let us know what you're tasting. If you agree, disagree, maybe pick up something that we missed. Just, um, just don't post it on Twitter because Twitter's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on Twitter. It's far from dead for me. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Maybe it should be. <laughs> Man, you really don't like Twitter, do I just you? don't know. It, I mean, it started when it was like it, was, it would send you a text message mm-hmm. because I, I used Twitter way back then when mm-hmm. it was just – there wasn't really much of a web presence necessarily. Mm-hmm. It was there, but you know, most of it was getting texted to your phone. Right. So it had its purpose then. Now it it doesn't feel like it has a purpose anymore. It's mm-hmm. everything that it does, Instagram or Facebook can accomplish and do it better. So Well, there you go. It is what I, it is. I do you know, it is it is challenging to stick to that hundred and forty character limit. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. And and the whole purpose was for that was because it was going through text messages. Right. And right, so right. it's like it's really antiquated. Mm. Well, you wouldn't know that by looking at my Twitter feed. It's exploded over the last <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, I mean, now it's like celebrities, really, celebrities send out tweets, and oh, yeah. it's, you're just looking for things to pick on people because of <laughs> awful tweets. It's, I feel like that's all I ever see is just either something really witty or something really just stupid. <laughs> <clears throat> well, before we give our um, final vote on the cigar, I want to get to this before the, before the show mm-hmm. ends because next week, is going to be a fantastic show. Next week is our one-year anniversary. Oh, yes. One-year anniversary for the Ash Holes. And we are going to have Carson Serino of Serino Cigars mm-hmm. on the show with us, and we're going to be smoking uh, his latest release, The Wayfarer, which is a great, yes. great cigar. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. Carson's a, a good friend of mine. I'm looking forward to seeing him and spending some time with him on the show, talking about mm-hmm. what's going on at Serino. But you're going to want to be watching next week. It is yeah. going to be a fantastic Way, show. Wayfarer has been getting a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of attention, you a know? Lot and of attention. rightly so. It yeah. is a solid cigar. So very very good. I'm Can't very pumped about, about that. that. Yeah. And, and next week I'll also have some numbers for the show. Um, we are one of the fastest growing podcasts in the country. Uh, we're downloaded now, thanks to you guys, thanks to our listeners, we're downloaded over forty thousand times a month. Wow. And that number's only going up. I so will our, not our listenership at all. Of poor decision making, but <laughs> yes, yes, I, I, I will not at all be surprised if I find that our total downloads for our first year top the five hundred thousand mark, and that is just unbelievable for the first year of a podcast, especially when you consider the humble beginnings that this show had. You know, a couple, couple of leather chairs in front of a little camera, you know, and now we have this incredible studio here. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Coffee but, that um, runs over. Coffee that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, final thoughts on this cigar. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a full thumbs up. You know, with some of the other sizes, it's not my go-to mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, I do prefer the sun-grown mm-hmm. uh, wrapper. Uh, but, you know, this and some of the other sizes, so the Robusto in particular, is, tends to be a little bit more earthy. Right. Uh, but this, you know, the Torpedo here has a little bit more complexity, uh, just a better overall experience. So it gets a full thumbs up. Full thumbs up from you. Well, this gets a full thumbs up from me, too. Uh, this has been a great experience. I have not ex- uh, smoked the Maduro Torpedo before, and um, uh, I have really, really enjoyed this. The changes, you know, like, we, like we've said, the... The, uh, you've got dark chocolate, uh, black cherry, oak, some black pepper, and those flavors have gone forward and back. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they haven't really changed so much. They've yeah, always been the there. The EQ just keeps getting, yeah. keep messing with the EQ. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And so, but there's a, enough going on with this cigar to really, really enjoy it. It's a uh, very, very good, especially at the price point. It's fantastic. So Definitely thumbs up. The price. <laughs> thumbs up for the Garofalo uh, Maduro Torpedo there. So that's our show this week. All right. Can you believe it? Yeah. It's already over. And next the week year, is the one year. Wow. A year has gone by. An hour has gone by. 
You have been listening to the Ashholes, if you haven't figured that out. All right? And it's Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Serena Royale Studio at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And you can download this and any other episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashles and on Instagram at Ashles Radio. We'll see you next week for our anniversary show with Carson Serino. Be there. expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.